What is this podcast, Ali? It is uh, very irresponsible to listen to if you're driving. Yep. Um, it's a podcast called Gentlemen Don't Get Caught. And it's it a podcast is. about the music of R.E.M. And we're here on the fifth track of Fables of, Recon- Fables of the Reconstruction, the third full-length album, and the fourth thing that we have covered. Yes. Fourth release that we've The fourth about. release. Yep. So this intro lacked ominousity. Ominousness. <laughs> I think it's Om- probably ominousness. I think it's it? probably ominousness. But yeah, I can see why you might want to come up with a different adjective that's slightly easier to say. Thanks. Yeah, that bass, that do, 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 do. Those deep, those threatening guitars. Yes. Atmospherically, it does remind me slightly of the opening track in that it's kind of like, it's R.E.M., but this time they're creepy and spooky. (laughs) (laughs) It's October, so it's it's month. (laughs) Which it definitely won't be when this comes out. (laughs) It will not be when this comes out, but um, it is October at the moment, so it's it's definitely appropriate for the spookiest of R.E.M. albums, (laughs) which I'm assuming this is. It's it's their famous Halloween album. <laughs> I mean, bands do Christmas albums. Exactly. Why don't bands do whole Halloween albums? Someone I mean, unless they're goth bands, in which case, you know, all of their albums is Halloween-y. I think this is like, this song is one of the few that is really tending to goth. I mean, there was a lot of goth floating around in, in the 80s. That's true. Hiding in the shadows... Lurking in the crypts. <laughs> Hanging around in graveyards. Yeah. Uh, most things I learned about what goths do, I learned from mountain goat songs. So, <laughs> and how accurate that is. I, at university, I quite often got asked if I was a goth. Okay, um, interesting. Which I generally feel like the rule with goths is if you have to ask them whether they're a goth, they're probably not. Cause, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm grossly stereotyping goths here, but they're, they're normally fairly... No, I hung around a bit with goth kids at school, and they were they were more obviously... They were pretty obviously goths. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was obviously past, like, peak goth, but... Yes, yeah, yeah. Once once you're out of the 80s, like, it's slightly... It's, there's just different strands going on. Yeah. Like, so you've got some gothiness, but it's mixed in with... New metal and and even like pop punk emo yeah, yeah pop and punk. emo and yeah yeah so yes I was apparently in my uni days a semi stealth goth stealth goths they're the ones you have to w- watch out for um, it's weirdly difficult to say <laughs> stealth goth anyway where were we Old Man Kinsey yes <laughs> is it is it the anymore. is it the inaugural song of the stealth goth genre <laughs> i think it might be yeah i think this is what started stealth goth <laughs> which then disappeared because and was never seen again there's something yeah a little bit gothy even maybe a little bit it's like edging a little bit grungy not quite grunge grunge mm. it's obviously it's too early for grunge interesting that you mentioned grunge because i feel like i might be returning to that but Ooh. yes <laughs> um the vocals are very muddy Mm. as well. I feel like Life and How to Live It, they were sort of... Muddy feels like the wrong word. Like, they were not jumbled. They were just so much, like, 
they were fast and they were in there was so much like in the mix with everything else mm. that they were tricky to make out and and he wasn't super enunciating wasn't super enunciated the voice is quite strained um but yeah this this kind of feels muddier also the bass is super high up in this it's kind of like mm. it's the main feature almost especially early on yeah unusual i guess for bass in a lot of things like rock rock songs yeah like rock songs yeah um what's happening with this old man kinsey is the old bit ironic is he actually an old guy i don't know or is it like a figurative yeah like oh old man kinsey he's just yeah, he's 23 a derog- now a derogatory nickname yeah i don't know because it, they're, they're talking about his kind of hopes i guess in the lyrics he, he mm. wants to be a dog catcher for some reason <laughs> and then they're kind of weirdly slightly just not necessarily dark but just in a kind of like slightly off unsettling way I guess. It's sort of lyrically a bit unsettling. Well, a drink up the lake is so well, it's not something you can do, so it's uh, like supernatural maybe. Yes, or just getting very drunk or whatever. Which yeah. One? Or just yeah, something dry, something like the spit off about it. Um he's going to be a clown on TV. He wants to be a dog catcher, but now he's going to be a clown in a marching band. The marching bands even have clowns. Is this a viable career path? Is this is this is, is this a Georgia thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Maybe this is a thing in Georgia. Maybe it's going to be a rodeo clown. Do they have rodeos in Georgia? I don't know. I don't know either. It's fairly far south, but I don't know whether that's more of a Texas exclusive. Yeah, I think of like rodeos being more of a like yeah like West thing. Uh, I have been to a radio, but it was in the Midwest, so not in the not in the southeast. Yeah, I mean. And Old Man Kin- Kinsey apparently did not have the best schooling experience, if this song is to be believed, seeing as he can't read or count. Oh, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty bad uh, by sort of modern schooling standards. Or even yeah. not even that modern schooling standards. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm curious as to, as to what, what sport is, uh, it's referring to here, because it says that Old Man Kinsey wants to be a goalie. At least that's the transcription I'm reading. Okay. So I'm guessing I'm guessing hockey because that's more popular than. Yeah, fo- I was trying to think of another sport football. where one would refer to a goalie. Yeah. Yeah, hockey's the only. Well, I guess ice. Yeah, hockey or ice hockey is the only ones I can really. Yeah, think of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you play ice hockey in Georgia? I mean, I guess you can on a rink, but right. Is it is it a thing? Is I don't popular? know. I don't. I don't feel like they have a team, but I could be wrong. Like we've. I've just alienated a whole bunch of Georgian ice yeah. hockey fans. I'm very sorry, Georgian ice hockey fans. And also Georgian ice hockey fans. I bet you can play ice hockey in Georgia. I bet George yeah, Georgia the Georgia the country will probably have a uh, <laughs> even though it's <laughs> it's a very warm and sunny country. I think the fact that they're ex-Soviet probably means that Yeah, now we're ice now we're making was... Eastern European stereotypes instead of just we, we are just American ones. Yeah. So we're just equal opportunities slanderers. We're just being ignorant. It's not ignorant, great. Ignorant it's not Brits. a great look. Just another pair of ignorant Brits. Oh, sad. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to make of the lyrics, particularly. Or even the song. I don't know if I'd like it. I th- certainly think it's very interesting I, as a yeah. song. And I think I'm glad it's here and I'm glad it exists. I don't know whether I enjoy it particularly. 
I think it's. I think it adds something to to the album. It's. Mm. It's. I mean, I. I know I said it's similar to the intro song, but it's yeah, slightly different mood, kind of mournful and creepy. What do you think about its placement on the album? Because I was thinking that the kind of drive rate and then life now live it and then this is like it's kind of a gradual kind of come down where each one is progressively like a bit darker mm. um like none of them are totally dissimilar to each other but it's like a gradual kind of progression of this kind of slowing and darkening and muddying yeah i mean i have to think hard about what's on the next track but yeah i it's definitely after two faster songs we're taking a bit of a break with this one and I think it works well for the pacing of the album, certainly. Mm. But then the opener is kind of, as we talked about, is deliberately kind of awkward and like non-catchy. Yeah, it's a it is an interestingly structured album. <laughs> Sorry, the, those are my thoughts. <laughs> no, those are good thoughts. Yeah, I can't really remember what comes after it. I mean, I have listened to it all, but I find that as I go through it, like I find it harder and harder to place. Yeah. What songs are what? And even, I feel like the further you go through the album, the more the songs merge into each other. That's been my experience as well, yeah. Or they get less memorable somehow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so do we have anything more to say about this? Track? I don't think I do. No. Nice, brief, bereft, brief, whatever. <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm losing the plot. I mean, we discovered we discovered Stealth Goth, so that's something. We discovered Stealth Goths. That was fun. I quite like the shorter episodes, and not only because they are quick to edit. It's <laughs> <laughs> an element of it. But anyway, yes, we'll be back for Can't Get There from here, but we can get here from there to you, ears. Through through your <laughs> through your device. Through through your internet connected device. Or not internet device. You could have downloaded this, you could have got that from a friend who burnt yeah. it to a CD that you transferred. To a wax cylinder. <laughs> Um, I was going to say it's an MP3 player, but one that wasn't connected, but also to wax on there if you have the technology. I, I do like the idea of somebody going to the trouble of making a wax I believe you can only fit about two minutes of music on a wax on there. So that's another incentive for us to keep this short. Short episodes, yeah. Yeah, yeah short episodes. I'll make a note. All of our future episodes will fit on <laughs> wax cylinder so you can collect the whole lot in that's wax right. I think form. I think a lot of our episodes would, would fit on 78s. It, mm. Although not on wax cylinders, but um, no. they're also surprisingly short. Yeah, I do not have a record player that will play seventy eights, or indeed wax cylinders, or indeed have a record player. I, I I would like one, but it's definitely on the kind of like luxury <laughs> end of purchases. It's like mm, lots of priorities before I get one of these. Yeah, I had one for a while. It was enjoyable. It was. I remember visiting you when you had it. The motor kind of went, and then I was just like. Do I want to spend the money to get it repaired? Or should I just kind of sell it parts and then sell my vinyl? Which was the financially sound decision to make. Out of curiosity, have you retained any of the the vinyl? Uh, No, not really. Ah, so it's all went. I guess that's the nice thing about vinyl. At least it has resale value. Yeah, most of it. Still had a couple of things. My dad was like, here's some old vinyl for you. Uh, And a lot of that did not have much value. But that's okay. Uh, weirdly, there wasn't still a massive aftermarket for like standard issues of Moody Blues albums, <laughs> which is fine. No offense Probably to Moody a Blues. lot of those floating around in charity shops. But exactly, I think it's more of a it's more of a supply demand issue than it is. Yeah, uh, any yeah, statement yeah. about the quality of the music. So yes, yes, yeah. If it was if it was big back in the day, but not iconic, it's probably 
exactly. quite cheap to pick up. Whereas if it's if we're talking like original pressings of like Sergeant Peppers, it's kind of like oh well, that's gold dust. Yeah, I didn't have anything that was particularly valuable. I had a couple of slightly weird additions just that I mainly bought because they were fun, but mm. nothing that was really particularly niche. And I think the rarest pressing I had wasn't very valuable, mm. so because there wasn't demand. I know there aren't many of them in the world, but there just wasn't demand. So. <laughs> there are also not that many people wanting them out there in the world. Apparently. I know. You need to really nail that intersection between yeah. there not being many. That I've just figured out how capitalism works, how market <laughs> economies work. It's taken me a while. Career change, ahoy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the city. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I'm sure you wanted to wanted to know how this REM podcast was going to turn out, but it, it, it transpires Lynn is off to become a stockbroker. <laughs> yeah, living the dream. I might lose my soul if I haven't already, but you know that's the price, I guess. On that note, we'll be back. Almost certainly, we'll be back. All right then. Take care, everyone. Yes. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch. On. GDGCpodcast at gmail.com I was going to try and do an intro thing again, because this is a distinctly <laughs> ominous intro to this song, and I was going to go like, a distinctly ominous intro, and clip it, but I think that sounded <laughs> terrible, and then also, it seems really mean to like start a podcast with the volume way higher than you usually have it, and like try and blast people's eardrums out while they're listening in the car or something. It seems unsafe. Road safety yes. is important. It is very important. Don't yes. listen to podcasts and drive. No. Which is a thing I do all the time. So it's a <laughs> Just because that's the sort of thrill seeker that you are. <laughs>